They told us to give a disclaimer. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the podcasters, any guests, and do not reflect any of the management, owners, sponsorships, or employees of thereof. Pretty much, if you're soft, don't listen to this podcast. Um, one thing I pride myself on is just being the same and, and trying to look out for my folks along the way. Like, even with all these, you know, big things happening, nigga, like, you still mad humble and you still, like, you have enough clout now where you could easily be like, I'm not fucking with this. I'm not fucking with that. Oh, yeah, motherfuckers. It's on. We're recording, so everything's on record right now. Well, I thought we were already where. <laughs> I thought we already were. Yeah, I, I figured uh, I, I do like a like a yo, just in case you don't know, yeah. now you know kind of thing. This is Dre being nice as a friend and yeah. basically Letting creating a reason for me to uh, have a couple warm-up laps because he thinks I've forgotten how to do this <laughs> at this point. Because I did count since like end of April. I didn't realize it's been like four months already. Wow. Since you've been in front of a microphone, huh? Yeah, like like this, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. No, of course not. Yeah. Hey, bring out the lube. Of course. Not. It's been a while. <laughs> Let's warm them up. Don't forget to heat it. <laughs> Yo, I thought they have the heating, the, the heating touch now. I've never been a lube type of guy. I just, you know. Really? Nah. Hey. Well, that counts as lube. Yeah, right? Oh, I gosh. think it should. That's natural lube. Yeah. What is what is this? All rock after dark or some nah, shit? Man, nah, like, nah, nah, nah. This is where I wanted to go. <laughs> I get I guess I should introduce the show. This is unrestricted, the podcast. You are tuned in. I am your host, Dre Rocka. I got my brothers here. Yo. Brothers I haven't seen in a while. So if we goof off, that's that's the reason why. This was just a reason for us to catch up. It really was. We got lube too. Yeah. It's just you guys get to join in on it. That's all it is. <laughs> you guys get to join in on this. On and Dre's always doing this, so it's like when we hang out, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I got my man Bangarang DJ. I don't. We 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 got rid of the DJ. Now you're just Bangarang. Yes. Um. Yes. Utah, uh, DJ. Well, I shouldn't even say Utah. I mean, worldwide DJ. Not quite. Um. Now nah, you you you're going you're we'll going say, there. Re, okay. Thank Can you. Can I throw this out there? Let me project yeah, a little. We bit. manifesting. Okay. All right. I'm gonna let you manifest. Um. Thank you. He uh he also does um woodworking. He uh ladles at, in the afternoons too. He he creates uh like wooden bowls. Have you ever been to the flea market? You know, like the Saturday market. You see the little wooden bowls and bamboo and stuff. This man creates all of them. True story. Bangarang. True story. Full That's of where his name comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he bangs the wood. Bang it. <laughs> <laughs> Bang it to the curb. Shut off Ari's movement. <laughs> Worldwide uh phenomenal chef. Uh this man is directing movies out of this world. Uh Men in Black 4 is coming out. On the way. My man Eroclips has directed this thing. I don't even have to introduce no more. He's doing this. <laughs> Will Smith, the whole this is a whole stunt campaign. The whole Will Smith thing. It's true. A man's a genius. It's true. How do we get excited for Men in Black Four? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Iraq was like, I got, I got an idea, guys. I do. And yo, Will smack the shit out of Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Y'all stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got Iraq lips. I got Bang Rang here in the building, man. Yes, sir. I got a cool little button where we get a little fake audience. Hey, let's go. I like that. Yeah. You know, I like to add on a little bit, like just manifest what you're going to do in life. 
For sure. You're going to direct movies. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get into woodworking. Yes. What kind of woodworking? Working that pipe. Anyways, I don't think your wife would appreciate that. Anyways, let's, let's, <laughs> let's keep it. Unrestricted after dark. <laughs> hey, no, but bang, I, I do want to start off with uh, DJ City, man. You had a big weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk a little bit about sure. what happened sure. over the weekend? Yeah. So it all started really back in June. I went to this uh, DJ City retreat for um, Beyond the Music retreat out. And so basically, and they did it pre-pandemic, is they put together this thing where all these DJs come from all over the place. Like we had DJs from literally all over the world. They did it in 2019 in like this random casino. And uh, and like it was Black Hawk, Colorado. It was so cool, though, because it's just these panels and it's just all education about like mental health as a DJ. And oh, like damn. how to market yourself and how to do all these different things. So. Uh, went to the one in Arizona, and I met this guy. <laughs> like he's from the UK, but he lives in Dubai. Actually knows JR. Shout out JR, by the way. Yeah. Um, and come to find out, this man is like the DJ City like link up di- director. So started talking with him, like, yo, this would be dope, da 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 da. But then before that, I met this other guy. His name is uh, DJ Kid Spin, and he's the music director for DJ City. So anything Damn. that goes on DJ City, this man touches. Like. He gives it the yes or no, right? So me and Kiss Ben were talking because I just wanted to get my edits on there. I'm like, yo, how do I like, what are the steps? Like what, you know, what do you guys look for? X, Y, Z, da, 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 whatever. So we we were chopping it up. And then I started talking with Play. And he was like, yo, you know, I run all the link ups. Do you think it could work in Salt Lake? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, like, let's do it. And then it was it's so crazy because they were like, yo, I think this weekend will work well. Come to find out, shout out my boy Drew and uh, the Vibes Del Agro crew. They do a monthly cumbia party at uh, Alibi back in May. Can I just say his Spanish was way better than mine just now? Hey, listen. That was really Aren't you good. 5,000 episodes <laughs> in? Like, literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. literally. Yeah. I, I still don't know how to introduce <laughs> myself. Yeah, and he's half Spanish too. <laughs> Me llamo Estoy Yeah Is that what it was Me llamo yeah. Me llamo Yeah Dre Yeah I am Dre Right <laughs> Anyways Sorry <laughs> stupid. Go ahead. It's stupid But nah I um But nah Shout out to Drew And Blessed And uh, Santos And the rest of the uh, Vibes del Agro crew We had this party planned Back in May So then we started Talking about DJs Or whatever Da 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 And then they were like Yo we should bring out Kid Spin Come to find out I had just met Kid Spin At this DJ retreat So it was easy But then Like the way The link up worked They were like Yo we could probably Do it this weekend So it ended up Being Kid Spin Playing at Sky On Saturday night Which was It was the coolest party People were dancing In the rain Like to cumbia music All night It was fucking phenomenal Can I swear Yeah of course Okay cool Nah Um, fuck that (laughs) Stupid (laughs) It was phenomenal, though. It was phenomenal. And then, like, the next day, um, the link-up just consisted of just all the DJs in the city just networking and coming together to just, like, break bread and, like, show love and, like, just meet each other. And then Kid Spin gave a quick presentation on BeatSource, which is this new DJ technology, which is, like, dope as fuck. It's basically because the computers now and Wi-Fi is good enough, you can stream while you're DJing. Like, oh, that terrifies me. You have a whole library. Literally. At your fingertips via it's, Wi-Fi. It's crazy. Instead Smokes. of having to put it all in, Bro. you know, like we have been. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Hold on. Yeah. So are we getting rid of external hard drives? You're still on an external hard drive. Yeah, I still got the the orange brick. Oh, uh, bro, we got to get you caught up, bro. <laughs> like, no, listen, like it's crazy, it's crazy cuz originally I started streaming music just w- with title cuz I listen to title, love title, and like you can create playlists 
on my like I what I'll do is, is I'll create playlists on my phone and then it transfers to my Serato. But you can do the same thing with BeatSource, except they have intros. Oh man. So that's Damn. kind of what it uh consisted of. And it was just a bunch of DJ a bunch of DJs, younger DJs, older DJs, club DJs, event DJs, all these different DJs just linking up and just breaking bread and like because people don't really do that shit in Salt Lake. No. Nah. Like, I want to give Bangarang a lot of credit, too, because he did this years ago as well with um, BPM Supreme. Yeah. Um, and I could tell you really give a shit about making sure that the community stays connected. For sure. You know, with these entities, because these entities, quite frankly, are like, you know, the leader, the leaders of that culture. Absolutely. You know, so to Thank be you. able to utilize the time you have with them, right? To bring that or bring that idea and create it, um, props to you, man. It's love. Yeah, Thank you. Th- no, for real. Because this is the give bang roses hour. Oh, <laughs> no, because I start crying. You have a you have a lot of reason to be like, nah, fuck that. I'm doing my own thing over here. I'm being successful over here. I don't need to do this. I don't need to give back. I don't need for to sure. give this knowledge. And you're doing it, and I think that's dope. It shows that like, like when they what, what did uh Miss Obama say? When they go low, we go high. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Shout out Michelle Obama. She's the GOAT. But I always kind of felt like without getting too much into it, there's a lot of like a lot of like my OGs, you know what I'm saying? Either some guys had the opportunity and they just didn't put on, you know, Mm -hmm. like they just did not provide the opportunities or some guys had an opportunity and they just didn't know how, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like it it's. And I ain't saying no names, yeah. but I'm just saying. So, like, for me, like, I never wanted to be that person because when I go to other markets, it bothers me when people are like, oh, there's DJs in Salt Lake? Yeah, bro. Like, actually, like, we're pretty fucking talented. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Like, there's some really good ones, too. Like, it's some, I'm sitting next to one right now. Yeah. Like, we're pro- probably the best turntables in the city. A1. Nah, nah, bro. Nobody. It's like you no and cap. E-Flex. When just it comes to many. cutting. No cap. Nobody fucks with you guys. A lot of gray in here. But just a lot of years. Bro, it's, it's experience. That's love, man. Hey, Dre, would you calm down for a moment and just let me talk? Just at this point, you're just rambling, all right? What's up, everybody? I go by the name of Will Wonder, and I have a podcast called The Will Wonder Pod. I know, super original name, but I promise you'll love it. We talk sports, we talk music, and generally have some really interesting interviews with people that are doing some really cool things. So make sure you check it out wherever you get your podcast. Once again, that is the Will Wonder Pod. All right, Dre, go on about your business, whatever the fuck you were talking about. Of course, but no, I just want to like, I'm tired. How of awful like- would it have been if he would have been DJ Target, though? Like he was looking for it. We all know the E-Rock stories about him working at Target and juggling and making his own. Literally. Like what if he would have ended up being DJ, DJ Target? Target. That would have been dope. Khakis in the, the red shirt. Yeah, that would have been your uniform, bro. Yeah. Khakis in a red yeah, shirt. Absolutely. But nope, we got E-Rock lips out of it. I'll take that. So so it went well, successful. Oh, it was great. Like we're already talking about doing another one. Except like what I want to work on next time and I was telling them this is I want to bring like a bigger DJ out. See if we can now that we prove that like all right, people will show up for it. Like, let's see if like they'll help us. Like now that they see that there's a market, let's see if we can like get somebody like a DJ's DJ out to kind of like a talk more about the program, but also like you know like yep like let's actually see. Like I would like to see E Rock cutting next to somebody from DJ City. Just That'd be so fun. Just for dope. the point of it, but you know what I'm saying. Just just yeah. it's literally for me. It's Salt Lake versus everybody. Yeah. So, like, the more knowledge we can 
give to everybody in our scene, it's only it's only it's only gonna help us out. So yeah, yeah I willingly get that shit out. But that's I'm talking too much. No, no, I I love it. I love uh, I love just when you when I seen the announcement. It just felt huge. It felt like a huge opportunity for those DJs that are looking for that opportunity. Sure. So for those young, old, no matter the level, right, yeah. to go there and yeah. have that experience, I think that's dope, man. For sure. Thanks, man. It was cool. It was real cool. And, like, I'm, I'm proud of how many DJs showed up. You know, I know a lot of people have family obligations and whatnot, but, yeah. like, you know, it, it's, it's just the beginning. Like, I really want Salt Lake to become, like, a place where people know that there's talented DJs. It really frustrates me when like, you know, Sundance happens or all these bigger events happens and they feel like they need to bring DJs in from out of state. And mm. it's like, nah, like that's, you know, like that's, that's not cool. Like part of me though, also selfishly likes the fact that when people do come for those types of events, we're DJing it. And then at the end of the night, they approach us. <laughs> yes. And they're like, Oh my God. Like I had no idea. Mission accomplished. That part. That part. Mission accomplished. That part. Do you think a lot of it, or a portion of it, is them just not knowing? Not necessarily not giving our DJs an opportunity, but they don't know? Exactly. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. That goes back to, like, what I said. Like, how I felt like there were some guys who may have had the keys in the past, yeah, but I they mean, kept it all for themselves yeah, and didn't exactly. provide that out and didn't provide that opportunity. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Didn't, exactly. like... They did a bunch of fuck shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to like keep everybody else down. So it's just, just all a about selfish them. thing. It's just yeah. a selfish thing. Yeah, I don't think there. I think there was a time where it was like I can't help this person because it could take away from what I got going on. Right. When honestly, I think if you're dope, you're dope, and you're gonna shine regardless. You're be good either way. Bro. Nobody can stop you. Not in 2022. Yeah. Nobody can stop you. Like there's excuses everywhere, but not in 2022. Exactly, and that's like that's my mentality on it. It's like, bro, like. People are going to come up regardless. Mm -hmm. Like, so you might as, like, if, if the young homie wants to come up and, like, they're serious about it, I might as well teach them and so they don't make the same mistakes I did. So they yeah. go further, you know, and it just looks better for the city. But it also looks good on me, yeah. you know? Like, people aren't going aren't gonna to be like, damn, that's bangering. He's an asshole. Well, no, that's a fulfilling thing. Yeah. I so mean, but real, I learned that like, from him, though, too. You know, mentorship in all forms, right? Whether yeah. it's, like, the kid on, that lives down the street from you. Barbers who do that. I know personal barbers who are big bros in the neighborhood, right? Yeah. At the corner. Um, but yeah, it's it also shows that Bang Ring's a real DJ and he gives a shit about this. Mm. Because you have to put effort in to do this stuff too. Yeah. It's work. And let's call it what it is. It's not everyone selfish, right? In in doing it for themselves. It's just like you said, lack of knowledge, lack of right. lack of education. Right. Lack of just thinking about the idea. Right. So it's gonna take Everybody individually, right at the very least, to push for these things, and Bangarang's doing that, man. Thank you. What do you think, E? Speaking DJ wise, what do you think has been one of the biggest challenges that you have faced? Um, maybe not even here, like locally, but like in your whole career. This mm. is a good one. I think you know a, a big kind of regret I could be honest about that's kind of surfaced more recently because I've put effort back in. To this craft that I love and, and, and that part of the culture. Not that I ever let it go. Yeah. But, um, you know, for good and bad, I chose my day job for many years mm. to put that first over my own shit. Um, so I kind of regret that in hindsight because I can only imagine to Bangarang's point, right? Maybe there was more opportunity for me to put energy into that and help. 
mm-hmm. right? And um, you can't go backwards. You know, I'm not trying to live in the past, but I'm just being real about it, right? Yeah. Um, it's the same thing because I've had goals, right? So since I've had more time to do stuff. By the way, your content is fucking incredible. Right? Like that. <laughs> thank one. you. And I, can I interject real quick? I want to put like a little edit right here. While E says that, right, he put his day job in front of his own self. He was also helping us. True story. He was helping a True lot of story. people during that time. True so story. I don't want people to think that, oh, he was just doing everything for the man. No, he was no, helping no, 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 individuals no. like yeah. me, like yeah. Bang. And That's what else. I mean when I say that. When I say the brand, it includes all the people I love inside of it. Bro. You know what I mean? And um, um, I and during that time, too, we were encouraging him. I just want to throw that yeah. out there, too. 100%. Like, fuck that. <laughs> you are the fucking man. Straight Get up, this man. shit done. No, you guys did. No, you, you gave me all the things I could be doing when I finally freed up that time. And so thank you for noticing. Um, because that's been a goal of mine is to like refocus that, um, creative energy back into it. And through the form of like having goals of, okay, I've let my Instagram sit there at the same number and same analytics for years at this point. How do I take steps to go from this to 10 more every week or 20 more every week? How do I finally start TikTok when bangering and y'all been telling me, right? Like, bro, you got to get on there. You got to get on there. Um, And the cool part is not only have I been able to use this time to like re-fall in love, obviously, with that part of myself, um, thanks to also you guys, right? Like bangerang throwing me mad gigs, making sure I have opportunities Got to get you, out bro. there right again. Got you. Um, Boise legend right here, bro. <laughs> Boise it's legend, been, bro. No, but it's also been like really fun to challenge myself creatively again, right? In that in that way and use that part of my brain and those muscles in my head. Um, but I will say that like it's been fun. Like I started from zero on TikTok and I was like, okay, how do I get on here a live stream, right? And I was like, oh, you got to get to a thousand. Mm. I just hit that like two weeks ago, hey, and it was like all all organic, no yep, paid yep. shit. Yeah, um, and I don't say this out of popularity or needing it, right? It's no, it's I need reasons to be creative and have an outlet for it, yeah. especially now that I'm not on local FM radio anymore. Yeah, right. That was always the place where I did that. Yeah, right. That's how we a lot of us like connected. Yeah, you know, and so. No, it's it's been a lot of fun um, refocusing that energy and to bang, like I said, you know, to Bangarang's point, um, when you give a shit and you you feed that, it only bleeds out into everything else and all the positive, right? That you can do by just swinging that door wide open for the for the community, you know. How does that make you feel? You know, I mean, like doing what you did for seventeen years, sixteen years. It was almost fifteen. Almost yeah. fifteen years. Yeah. To to not be on there. Uh-huh. But now you have not the obviously aside from family, yeah. right? You are focused on E and content for E. Man, I love it. And just like honestly, like I know you said all this other stuff aside, but to be honest, I've, I've I also want to just admit that like I have been using that time to re-energize those personal parts of my life too, mm-hmm. right? Being able to. Like, be the guy who's taking Emma everywhere she needs to go or some lessons, all that stuff, right? Oh, we'll talk like, about the road trips like re- here in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> like refocusing that energy. But, yeah, I mean, um, I think the craziest part is you don't realize how much you use your vocal cords when you're in that job until you're gone. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been on, like, a great rest and I'm <laughs> coughing less and I'm, like, I'm not as hoarse anymore. Yeah. I realize, like, 
how much strain you put on you, you know, when you're talking on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I think like reprogramming my brain to like not worry about certain things has been fun. So the new Nam Saying podcast coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. One thing at a time. Are you sick of podcasts that just interview people with the same questions and gossiping nonsense? Are you tired of hearing about what's wrong with the world? Can you locate your nearest orphanage? Who cooked the last supper? R.I.P. Mr. Potato Head. Seppuku Harakiri. Where Where is Mavis Mavis Beacon? This is Hoss. And this is Hoss Beefy. Listen to the Beans and Rice podcast. Exclusively in Braille and all streaming platforms. Patent pending. I'm just taking my time too on so many things. Like that's the thing, right? Is um, luckily with hard work comes, you know, you can buy yourself new chapters or new time. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'm like, you guys know because you're, you're still in it in so many ways. Like, um, it's a I need it yesterday mm-hmm. type industry. Mm-hmm. Not just radio, but just everything, right? Entertainment, yeah. music, all of it, right? And um, it's been nice to like not put that kind of pressure on my shit at the same time. Yeah. I've been really thankful that like I don't I'm not like, oh my God, there's a gun to my head, you know, on everything. Um, it like totally 180 and now none of it has a time limit, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of to overly answer your question long-winded well that was perfect hey i love it man i i as your friend man you notice night and day like even when we had the conversations and i won't get into details on shit but you 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 notice the relief off of off of you and that shit just i've talked to bang about it we man do you just see the the glow on e when you're in that park man you're getting those those cuts in i'm like you just see the glow when my knees are killing me Sitting, not thinking that through, and sitting on your knees while trying to cut in the sunlight. No, my knees. This man is like one take. One take. Bruh, I should do an outtake video of me like. Oh! You really should try like to take a break. Everyone, give me the icy hot. Help. And that's the other thing too, right? Like that's what I mean. Like jumping back in, there's more to it. Like I just want to touch back on the DJ shit. Standing there for hours is hard. Yeah. When you haven't done it in a while. Oh yeah. Yo, so what was it like your first gig? I don't mean to like ask questions. No, you're good, but this is is what it is. I'm glad. Like what are your Um, first gigs back? So what's what's good is that at least RSL has kept me standing for some kind of time. Right, mm-hmm. pregame is usually an hour and a half, and then halftime is about thirty minutes. So at least there, you know, there's kind of a even if I hadn't been doing anything else, um, I still had something. But I knew right because you know I've got like you guys know like I've got a bad Achilles on my right side, I've got plantar fasciitis on my left plus gout, right? Mm-hmm. Like issues and like residual things. So then we add was it was it alopecia? Didn't we add that to the list? Oh, yeah, I have a, yeah, a little bit. We add alopecia. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Jada Smith. She had that alopecia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We're the black floor coming soon. Jesus. Need the Smiths alone, Dre. Need the Smiths alone. Um. <laughs> My bad. My fault. <laughs> it's actually really funny. <laughs> but um, I don't even remember the fucking So you were question. on your feet all that oh, time. Oh, sorry, yes. You're so, broken. Okay, so I'm going to be real. What was the first one? Was it Flanker? 
I think it was. It might yeah. have been Cinco de Mayo, no? Could yeah. Be. Yeah, could be. Yeah, it was. Uh, I learned real quick after that first night <laughs> how much I needed to work on myself. No, for real. Like, I rediscovered my foam roller that had a bunch of dust on it. You know, I started exercising every day thanks to your example, Dre, and your Thank whole you. account on social media that I follow. And, Thank you. Um, seeing, and you've even invited me to, right? My lazy ass can't get up and Bro, have the courage, right? Bro, 7 a.m., uh, fuck out of here. I'm not there yet mentally to be able to handle it. But um, Sunday, 7 a.m., with Will Wonder and the guys? No right. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of the new free time. I'm like, okay, every day I'm going to do something for at least 30 minutes. and Hell like, yeah. So that's been very helpful. I'm going to be real. Yeah, I was hurting. <laughs> after that first night back like i forgot mm. and what's crazy is too like i think about the you mentioned target earlier i, I remember the retail days when your feet for 10 hours 12 hours a day straight like you can't even sit because there's no chairs and you yeah. know so like i think about wow so much time must has 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 passed yeah for me to like now be at this point where man i gotta like prepare for these things you know what i mean like yeah so i will say that um it's gotten progressively better the first one was awful second one was less awful but still awful i would say the third gig in it was like okay uh, now i'm starting to get a little used to this and then so on was there ever a time when you didn't get butterflies to dj like getting nervous no you know what's funny is uh have i ever told you that no. okay so anytime anyone uh, what's crazy is you ask my wife, like, straight up. Um, I always do. But to me, that's just how I psych myself up. It's like that pregame shit. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not an athlete by any stretch of the word. So, but I see in movies and things, right? Athletes, they listen to music, they um, sit there and quiet. They, there's, you know, everyone's got their thing. So, yeah. So you, when you got back at Flanker, the butterflies were there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, when I go to DJ, I always have butterflies. Yeah, I always do because um, I put a lot of pressure on myself about that. That's just who I am. And I'm just thinking like bad. Because there's a lot of things going on this first time back, and I, I keep yeah. think I keep trying to put myself in your shoes. We're still in a pandemic. This shit's still around. Yeah. You haven't been in the club in a very long time. I mean, you've done like, you didn't like K show and stuff like that, but very like, yeah, but I think getting COVID also it, it, then you learn and you have more of a comfort or whatever that means to you. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was definitely like not trying to do those things before. Yeah. Um, and then we finally got it in what, February or March. Can't remember which month it was. Um, and so, you know, once our family got through it, thankfully, and, and it, and it wasn't, we didn't have it serious. Right. Um, we, uh, you know, that, that helped me be more comfortable just with that part since you mentioned that. Right. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Like the, the, yeah, there's definitely part of the nervousness. Like I've always been nervous before I step on stage period. Mm -hmm. That's just like, because I'm like, so have thought about it. Right. That yeah. it has to explode out now. And so I'm just like that. Um, but the other side to your point is, I think, is. Um, DJing for different things is totally different work and skill sets. And you know what I mean? Like you could be the illest cutter, but doesn't mean you can go and rock a crowd in the club. I've seen night. that. Um, yep. Same thing that <laughs> goes the other way around. Right. Like club. D some club DJs could never go on to a show on air. 
Yeah. And DJ. Good. Same with um, playing for a show. Same with playing for a wedding. Yeah. Same with playing for a dance. Same for playing with your peers. Yeah, just think about it, man. Like, it's all different. And so, I'm going to be real. Like, I don't... I don't know how y'all do it if y'all don't feel a little nervous, right? I'm terrified. Right? I ain't gonna lie. Because I think it's an insecurity with myself. Oh, okay. Because I know the skills of guys like you, Bang, and guys like you, E, right? I understand where I fall, where I think I fall in some of these, you know, rooms. So I do get nervous, right? Like, when 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 you said, Dre, do you want a DJ at Valentine's Jam? Vivian Arena, the biggest arena in Utah. The Utah Jazz are histories there. Michael Jordan flu game. It happened there. And on top of that, the first song that I ever learned was White Lines, Grandmaster Flash, Nefarious Five. And now I'm DJing before them. Yeah. I'm terrified. But then I always remind myself, like, yo, if 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 they have enough confidence in me to put me in that position, if E believes in me that much to be like, Dre, go do it, then I have to believe in myself at some point. And I just have to say yes, even though I'm terrified. I don't know if my my needles are gonna, you know, disable in the middle. You know the kind of issues I've been having with my turntables. Yeah, right? you need to get a new table, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. But isn't that also like a super cool, like unique experience? Oh yeah, because um, you know that's why I, uh, whether you noticed or not, like at a lot of those station shows, like I removed myself from DJing those because. Those are like my favorite memories. Like those huge crowds I got to play for. Mm -hmm. Those are some of my favorite parts ever. So to me, being in a position where I could open that to you guys, right? And whoever else, like that was so rewarding because I loved that shit. So of course, man, of course I was like, yo, like we got to get Dre up there, man. And he, he needs to feel that. He needs to be able to. That shit, man. Have my, that experience. Because it's different. It's crazy, man. It's different. Yeah. Right? But just like different venues are different. Hey, yo, you're probably listening to the Unrestricted Podcast with Dre Rocca. We are? No, they are. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, wow. And I'm the real Ruby. You can catch me and Fonzie and the... Beijing, the funk, Daddy Funk <laughs> on uh, Lake Talk the One Podcast. Yeah, but I, I think you have to come in more smoother, more funnier. Like, yeah, yeah, they could catch us... On the Lake Talk 801 podcast. Yeah, y'all can catch us on Lake Talk 801. Yeah, and be like, and yeah, man, hey. And they can catch people like me, the real Ruby, and people like you, Fonzie, and people like him, G Daddy Funk, wow, on the Lake Talk 801. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Huh? I didn't hear him. I don't know, Why? but this probably should be the ad. Is this, are these on? Catch a new episode every Monday on all streaming platforms. The Lake Talk 801. Tune in, now. Tune, in now. Tune in now. So, yeah, to super long-winded answer your question, yes, I still get nervous every single fucking time I step behind those turntables. But it's a good nervous. It's like an excitement. It's like a here we go. Let's see if we can move somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can um, sto- like make somebody stoked, right? Yeah. Let's, let's see if um, someone's like, you know, you could tell like when people are feeling it and they're, they're giving it back to you, you know what I mean? So... Absolutely. Bang, when did you when did you realize that like, yo, this DJing thing isn't just music? Because now I'm just learn, learning from you, man. You've taken DJing a business. It's a business. You're able to 
give opportunities, right? And and do this thing. When did you realize that? Honestly, it was pandemic. Mm. It was pandemic because I like I, I won't lie to you. Like pandemic, I was so wrapped up in just being a DJ. Just like I gotta get to the next spot. Da 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 da. Boom boom boom. Like I gotta you know <clears throat> whatever. And then pandemic happened, and everybody lost everything. Yeah. Everything like. Shout out to the station. The station, like, low-key is what got me through. I ain't going to, like, no cap. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it got me. It's, like, it's what got me through. But, like, it was pandemic. And, like, I saw, like, a lot of my friends who were, like, career DJs, 20-year vets. Exactly. You, know what I'm plan- you know what I'm saying? Like, playing the biggest rooms, making so much money. Bang, was that you who tweeted that? Where we you're, like, oh, those DJs who hate on radio DJ. <laughs> you feel that? I saw someone nah, tweet that. I don't know. That. I don't think my that was me. <laughs> no, I, I saw someone me. tweet that and I was like, yo, but that's like, real shit. But like, yo, that's radio real low shit. key kind of like, say what you want, but shit. Because it's an outlet. Yeah, yeah, it's an outlet It's a creative though. outlet. That's but, the point. Yeah, yeah, like it's a creative, but like it was just pandemic hit and I just saw my boys. They lost all, everything yeah. Yeah. and just be out and to be out of work for like, they were out of work longer than anybody. Like, Utah never really shut down. Like from a DJ standpoint, right. like, Utah, like, we probably shut down for, like, two months, three months. Yeah. <laughs> like. Facts. Like, and it was crazy because I felt like everybody was looking at me crazy at the studio because I was the only one out teaching. <laughs> I mean, you, you, were, you were definitely spreading COVID all over that everybody, damn. Everybody was like, yo, so. <laughs> you were immune to it, but for some reason, like, you got, spread that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I got blessed. Um, But, nah, like, COVID hit, and it was just like, nah, like, this DJ shit is cool, but, like. There's more to me. It, it kind of felt like, all right, I need I could be doing more with this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it be producing, whether it be talent buying, whether it be like radio or whatever, like just finding other outlets and like trying new and different things, because it's just like now because DJing is so accessible, you cannot just be a DJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Joe Schmo can go pick up a controller and in six months have beat matching down decent enough to where, like, some club owner won't even care, you know, like, exactly. which is a whole nother conversation, like, which we'll get into that, like, later. But, like, yeah. to where, like, all of a sudden, to where, like, you know, guys like myself and, you know, myself and Eurocalypse, we may be making, like, four or five, six hundred dollars a night, but some younger DJ comes in with this controller who just learned how, like, the level of entry has just been lowered. Mm-hmm. So, like, less, yeah. pe- pe- less people care about their shit. Like, we're trying to change that right now. But, like, for me pandemic hit and i felt like all right i gotta figure out a way to to a keep djing but b like diversify this shit because like the last thing like i I, like i'm 10 years in 11 years in like i'm i'm invested in this shit i ain't doing nothing else like i'm invested in the music industry i don't know where the fuck i'm gonna go but like i'm invested in it yeah but it's just it just kind of turned into like exploring other opportunities because how the game is now or how the game was, I should say like 10 years ago when regular open format DJs, like, you know what I'm saying? Like us, we're making like 25, 3000, you know what I'm saying? $4,000 a night. The market's too saturated. So that money's not going to be there like that. So it's harder to make a living on just DJ. Like people are doing it. You can do it. There are still some people. And I know this who are like getting that bread, but instead of it being like a thousand DJs getting that bread, it's probably like, 300 DJs getting that bread. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to, like, pandemic just really showed me, like, all right, we really got to, like, diversify these opportunities. So you, true. You know, like, just see see what outlets, see what we can do here. So, like, whether it was, you know what I'm saying, and shout out to E-Rock, like, making me his APD and music director, like, 
learning that route a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then like, you know, when Sky and when Sky opened back up by the pandemic, I was a talent buyer for Saturdays. So like my whole thing was booking DJs on Saturdays, you know, but like trying these different things on top of DJing, but also all during pandemic, I did I didn't do shit but learn Ableton. Like you can ask my wife, like I learned I probably spent like ten hours a day. Eight to ten hours a day, every single day, because we weren't going in. Like, yeah, <laughs> like we That's, weren't doing anything. So I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm gonna just. I'm glad you weren't sitting on your thumbs, man. Nah, like, bro. you you got to it. That's how. That's what I did with uh, Adobe. That's what I did with Photoshop bro. and Premiere Pro. Like, bro. just learn that shit. At least the basics to get me through, right? Well, but that's what I'm saying, man. And like, that's what like as much as those two years off sucked. I felt like I. Personally, I didn't want to look back and be like, man, I completely blew that shit. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, because everybody was off work. It's not like I was just off work. Everybody was everybody yeah. was at home. Wasn't nobody doing shit. I remember driving on I-15 right now, yeah. and you could do like 90 because the police wasn't even on the freeway. Like, sure. He was doing 120. Yeah, actually, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fast and Furious over yeah, here. Yeah, Formula One over here. Yeah, yeah, Formula One. Formula One E over here. Yeah, Formula One E. <laughs> I can't deny anything. <laughs> That's like a smile. Shirt. You know what I'm saying? Formula One E. But yeah, man, like I just wanted to like turn this shit into missed you guys. So Can we take another shot of Vita Tequila? Let's do that. Yeah, I still got another half. Oh, oh bro. man, what are you doing? Because oh, I'm a I'm a Utah clicker. Yeah, you know he's a I mean? yeah. That's Sorry. my tolerance. Uh, speaking of Utah clickers, I went to a I went to the Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to a I went to the Derby on Saturday. My, oh, how was that? My first demolition derby, Weber County Fair. It was a lot of fun. This is Weber the, County Fair. I don't think I've ever been. It was a uh, definitely an experience. Um, I, I I went in there. I, I didn't try to have any type of bias, right? Like my wife's family, they're very country. Um, is it good people watching? I love people watching. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my that favorite. Part. Is it good people yeah. watching? Yeah. Everybody yeah. had an eight inch beard. Sometimes, sometimes it's like a time warp, right? <laughs> when you go to certain parts of Utah, right? <laughs> I love that part too, <laughs> but it was it was an experience that uh, I'm glad I did. Was there any experience that you guys did outside of like? Obviously, we stick to obviously it's a it might be Formula One culture, right? You know that culture, yeah. The hip hop culture, we stick to that. It was out of my norm to get out and put this bottle over here. The camera will focus on it, and then we oh, won't okay. be able to see. E. Um, was there anything that you guys did outside of your normal cultures? What was the last thing that you did? Oh, last thing? Yeah. Mm. Like your last experience outside of the norm. Out of the norm? I mean, I went on vacation. Does that count? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. I mean, but what to where? Actually, yeah. Talk about that. Because you were on like a week-long road trip. Yeah. This man is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, when I seen him DJing yeah. in Vegas, I was like, look at my man. So it was it was funny. So <laughs> You played uh, in Vegas? No, 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 no. I DJed in, oh, in oh, Vegas. In, no, like, he did. In, he DJed in <laughs> Vegas, son. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw that video. That's right. In the Excalibur. The background was dope, by the you way. You know what's funny is that he was definitely in his boxers. Oh, 100%. He told me, yo, just, throw me a shirt. We had just come from the pool, right? Yeah. I was like, turn off all the lights. Stupid. <laughs> I got to get this content out. Yeah. No, so um, we did a big uh, road trip for Emma's fifth birthday. Um, and big we five, wanted man. to. a big birthday, man. Yeah, five. Five Sick already. Girl. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And, um, and uh Prior to that, I also did like a trip to Boise, like Bangarang brought up. So we used that as the reason that daddy had to go to work 
to go to these places, right? Um, it was really more just like being strategic parents and being like, yo, we are not going to be in a fucking car for 12 hours with a kid. Yeah. Right? Like, we're going to stop in Vegas, then we're yeah. going to go to, right, Southern California, right? We're going to split this up and do all these things because we're not trying to do more than five or six hours at a time, right, with a toddler. So um, we stopped in Vegas. We use that also as a reason to celebrate our anniversary, uh, my wedding anniversary. How so, many years? Oh, God. We um, eight. Happy eight, anniversary. Eight. Edit point. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. It's because I I was with Brie for a long time before we got married. So I, I count the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're I like, think as you should. Yeah. The yeah. dating, everything. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. So that's why I always think. And I always think of those dates before the actual like wedding dates and all that. Because to me, that shit really was just for others. Right? Yeah. Like you do the wedding for others. But then you go like if you if you can and I'm thankful for it. Like, you know, you also use it a reason to be reckless and go on a go on a honeymoon and go live it up. If you could if you, <laughs> this might be a crazy question to ask right now. We'll we'll get back to the road trip here in a second. But both of you are married. Both of you guys did the wedding thing. Let me try to phrase I don't want to get you guys in trouble. Was it worth you'll the never, money? You'll never get me in trouble. It was it worth the money? Would you if if you went oh, back, wedding? Would you guys pay all that money for the wedding oh, and yeah. all the flashiness? A hundred percent. Okay. Especially because um, this was my first, even though it was my second marriage, mm-hmm. it was my first real wedding. And um, I think too, depending on your situation, I'm not saying this is for everybody. This is just my situation. Um, Brie always wanted to do a wedding, mm-hmm. so to me, it was just like yo, being supportive too, right? And just yeah. being like yo, I'm into this. Like let's 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 do it, right? Let's do something cool, whatever you want to do. And then on top of it, like I said, like yo, the payoff was the fucking honeymoon, man. Yeah, that shit was fire. I think I'm still paying for those Morimoto's lunches and dinners. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. This shit was worth it. So was Delicious. your was, was your first stop? Your first stop was Vegas. Then you guys went yes. to San Diego. Yeah, and um, so there's a there's also like a lot of um, a sentimental value for for Bree's side of it because she used to go there every summer with her favorite grandparents in the whole world and um, spend uh, summers um, in Orange County where they lived uh, when she grew as she grew up. So that was her only escape from Utah was in the summers to go to Disneyland and go to the beach. So Brie really wanted to give that to Emma, you know, for her fifth. And um, so, yeah, we we stopped in Vegas. We celebrated all together. We went to Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse. That was fun because Emma's into watching the show with us. You know what I mean? So she felt and even like, yo, shout out to the waiter. He was tight. Like he he totally lied to her. It was like. Um, Gordon Ramsay wants you to have this cake for your birthday. You know what I mean? So she was just like freaking out. How do you know he was lying? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, yo, what if he, what if Gordon was like, yeah. Because you know when Gordon motherfucking Ramsay is in his restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's out there taking photos and shit. You know what I mean? Or he's filming. Yo, Emma his takes the dessert. not there. His Emma, ass, she takes the dessert. This is trash. Doesn't he also have like over 250 restaurants? Like there's no, oh, yeah. like the chances of you running in are probably slim. I think he has like his name, Gordon Ramsay restaurant. I think he also has like the Hell's Kitchen brands as well. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So we stopped there. Then we went, yeah, we went to uh, Orange County. We actually uh, went to Legoland for the first day. And then we switched hotels again, which we kind of regret. We kind of regret this whole hotel moving shit because you forget when you're traveling with three people, it's like a lot of shit 
Mm. Um, yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's like you're packing up every other day. That was kind of a mistake. We should have just stayed in one. But anyways, um, then we surprised her the night before we were going to do the Disney because we were staying at a hotel literally at the corner right across the street. From Did Disney. she see it like before? Like so, you what's guys were funny is so we we thought of that right when we were getting close. We we're like, fuck, how are we going to hide this? iPad. We pull out the fucking iPad. You know what I mean? It's the secret <laughs> weapon. Little Roblox, you know. What I mean? There you go. <laughs> she didn't even look up. You know what I mean? So we drove right by it. We were watching her. She was just like, you know, <laughs> there you in, go. Yeah, in, yeah. in the metaverse. And then, um, and then we pull up literally to the hotel. We didn't even check in yet. And Brie was like, "Stop right here. Let's jump out of the car." And so I was like, "Let me grab my camera." So, um, and we captured that moment. You could see it on my Instagram yeah, if you want to see it. It's a reel. That's my biggest reel ever, by the way. That thing is like 20,000 plus. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah. It like blew up. Like I, people love wholesome content. Yeah. Worldwide. Oh, reels. Yeah. For you know real. So, um, no, that was an amazing, you could tell too, it wasn't staged or anything because it was a genuine like surprise. Um, I recommend if you're having a bad day, go watch it. It'll, it'll cheer you up. You know what I mean? Um, and we so we did two days at Disney, and then we ended it with three days at a, on the beach, which nice. was insane. Like, we had never done, like, let's get a place on the beach. Yeah. So we did that, and that was, like, really, really dope. How was, uh, I mean, Pacific's cold. So was yeah, it cold? All these experiences are new. That's all I'm being real. You know, I've, we've never done that. You know what I mean? That's awesome. So Did you was, get a surfboard, boogie board? Nah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I thought it would be natural. Nah. I mean, you're a skater? I mean... Oh, Actually, that's a you good know, point. Yeah, right. No, you know what? I I uh I used to love like like boogie boarding, bodyboarding. You know what I mean? Like I used to love that shit when I was younger. But like I'm the dude in the shirt now at the beach. <laughs> you know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, hey like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make something the, real quick. I'm in the black wetsuit. You know I've always Covering been the guy with the up, shirt. Right? Right? <laughs> stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. Let me just admit it right now. I've always been that guy. <laughs> you can literally <laughs> catch me. All right, at Cowabunga Bay this week because we only got a couple weeks left on our season pass. Right. Uh, you can catch me in my long sleeve wet shirt, <laughs> all right, in the lazy river. If you want to come hang out, Dad life, come find me. I love that, man. Yeah. So, the, the <laughs> real shit. what was your last experience outside of the the norm? The last, you know, I think it would have been the Saturday at Sky. It's the cumbia party. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. like I've never like I've always been a fan of the culture. You know, yeah. actually, yeah. Let's take you it. Drink okay. these, yeah, right? Let's take these. Although, hey, it's a perfect time. Good, yeah. Perfect time. We'll jump into cumbia. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> the tequila. You know, yeah, hey, stupid. <laughs> cheers, cheers. Shout out to Lisa Barlow and Vita Tequila. It's very smooth. I like it. His face says otherwise. Sorry. <laughs> Kind of the horns are starting to come out. Oh, mm. we killed the bottle, so there's no. That's good. And we're oh, moving good. dark liquor next. No, <laughs> no. So you're not doing that. Hey, take me, take me through the night. Yeah. Do you get there before everybody else, or yeah. are you? So you're there while. Yeah, we were there. So like, so rewind. I do not work full time for the station anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I work full time for a lot of night events. So I am a talent buyer for them, help them book events. Shout out Joey and Vaughn for the opportunity. Um, Some of stuff. my favorite people in that sector yeah, are those guys. They're like the greatest. And it's like, it's cool because they're our age, right? Yeah. So it's like everything we talk about or everything we do, like it's a discussion. It's yeah. not like, oh, well, I've been in this for 80 years. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yes, I'm throwing shots. I'm throwing shade. And you could tell when like you're in their good but, graces because they're very, um, they really do those ideas like yeah. my 
best birthday parties were with Vaughn. Yeah. The greatest. Yeah. Yeah. And those guys, I mean. Was this G6 been, times? They, yes. Yeah, I remember. I was with Vaughn. Yeah. You, I don't know. I would call Vaughn. And I'd just be like, yo, bro. And he's like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we're going to do guy. this. I feel, it, it, I can edit this. It's 45 minutes in. Edit. Tell me if I need to edit this. But E, you would always be like, when I was the promotions director, hey, that's the homie. He takes care of us. No, every time. We're going to take care you of him. You got that shit. Okay. Just want to throw that out there. That, that, that love was reciprocated. I got reciprocated. no contracts. <laughs> holding me in right now. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. what I thought we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> then you said copy points. So I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. Okay, I'll be, nice. I'll be nice got today. <laughs> Y'all so, stupid. So, Kumbia Night. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yes. No, you're good. Yes. So, yeah, Kumbia Night. It was cool. Like, like I said, I've always been a friend of... Uh, yeah, I've always been a fan of the culture. Um, and, you know, we saw an opportunity back in May, you know, when we were booking out the schedule for the fall. And it was just like, yo, we should do this here. Like, typically, DOS Energy Weekends, like at Sky, are just lighter because, that, like, our crowd will go there. Yeah. Right? You know? And, um, like, this was the perfect date. You know? Like, I obviously, I'm sure, like, there's, like, some crowd who would who's still at DOS Energy, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But we really felt like it was the perfect date to, so, like, Got there at eight. Well, I'll say eight ten because I've uh, CP time. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> so showed up, got everything set up, and it was just like it was cool from beginning to end. Like we had a little bit of issues with rain, you know. But shout out to the team for like helping getting that solved. And um, we probably had about three hundred fifty, four hundred people like <laughs> in the rain, bro. Come through sky that night on and, the like, roof, on the roof, and like literally probably the past like the last forty five minutes. It was definitely like a consistent drizzle and you people s- stayed. I love that you're so like, because you've been doing this for so long, so consistently bang, but it's so fun to see you like so casually say what you just said. Just stop for a second and think about that scene. Yeah. Think about like downtown, right in the heart, rooftop, stars above you, Cumbia vibes. Vibes, bro. Like when does this happen? And like- how dope that was for I'm sure who everyone who experienced it. Yeah, it, I mean honestly, it it was and like, uh, shout out kids man like this man on top of on top of DJing he bought a beat pad and was like, like he was live remixing like he was shit. live and then yeah, he had a little yeah I don't know what it's called but like hey let's go to Waldo like yeah and a cowbell too like what is that shit called. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, like I, <laughs> Drew would know. I, should I call Drew? Like I'll call him right. Yeah, now. you can call him. All right, I'm He's gonna call fine. Drew right, right now. In fact, we'll Facetime him. Yeah, but um, it, I know, I know it was lit because the homies, the homies was in there, and once I seen the homie in the DJ booth, this is a, this is a homie that doesn't normally do this kind of stuff, right? Mm. Once I seen him in the DJ booth, was I was like, it's a host beefy. He's from the Beans and Rice podcast. He was in there. Beans and Rice yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's a it's a Puerto Rican and a Mexican. <laughs> And uh, they got a podcast called Beans and Rice. That's amazing. It's a really fun podcast. And uh, once I seen him in there, I was like, oh, it's lit. We're going to see if Drew answers us right now. But, like, it was a vibe. Like, oh, yo. How's it going? Hey, good. You're You're live on the podcast, so don't say nothing incriminating. Yeah, you're live on the podcast with with me, myself, E-Rock, and Dre. Why did I introduce myself twice? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're Hollywood Bang. I am. (laughs) Yo, we were just talking. We were just talking about the party on Saturday, 
and um and how much fun it was and and then the the thing that uh kid spin was playing this go like that thing i i forgot yeah that drum pad yeah it's like a little it's like a little uh yeah like a like a little yamaha drum pad or something like that no like a quick trick no the thing instrument no the instrument yeah the weedle the weedle yeah uh g u i r o weedle i thought they tumble but they never fall down Weedles wobble, but they don't fall down. Isn't that the? Oh my God. <laughs> no, is that wrong? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> but no, we we were just talking about it, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm a Facetime Drew." So it's like it's like a cheese grater. It basically looks like yes. a big cheese grater you hit with like a hair pick or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna order one on Amazon yeah. right now. It was super dope. It was super dope. Oh, like, yeah, it's 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 basically like the root of a lot of merengue music and a lot of cumbia music. It's this giant like it's called a weedle, and you just you just scrape it basically. You're just scraping it. That make it makes that sound. Hell yeah! The root of a lot of Latin music. Yeah. Bangarang's telling us about Saturday night and how live it was. So I appreciate you uh chiming in on the podcast. We had we had a house full of wop, wet ass palm trees. On that roof. Yeah, it was a wet ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it was a wet ass party. <laughs> I thought he said poultry for a minute. I was like, <laughs> no, palm- <laughs> no, palm- we had like inflatable palm trees. By the end of the night, they were all like falling over and stuff. And everybody had a blast, man. It was it was a great time. It was it was uh every we we were able to stick to the format and um stay true to the party. Everybody just came in to vibe, have a good time. The 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 rain added an extra just kind of like element to it. It didn't detract from the party. And um, we went until I think last song was like one twenty in the morning and Bro. everybody was still there hanging out. So it so was much fun. Now it did was ba- way better Did Bangarang at any yeah. point say play more Megan the Stallion? I'm not no. <laughs> no. I think the honestly He requested Bad much. Bunny. <laughs> How many times did Bang request Bad Bunny? Yeah, I have a bad, I have a no, bad experience no with a Bad Bunny request from Boise. Believe it or not, bad. There were only two requests. We had a request for Two Chains, and then we had a request for a song called Adagio for Strings by Tiesto, mm. which we were not gonna play. Yeah, um, I mean, you can get the Cumbia remix. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah, for, for the most part, everybody was just there vibing to the format, and we were able to stay true to it and. Everything that like you know tried to be against us with the rain, like nothing, nothing took away from it. It was a great time, and we got to play some cumbia, some mumbaton, some kind of like, you know, some tropical stuff, and it was it was a really good time. How so, fun! Yeah, it, was, it was great that Sky had us out. We were able to do a, a Vibras del Lago pop up. Our home is is typically at Alibi the first Thursday of the month, but we had a special pop up at, at Sky, and um, you know. Bang believed in the concept, and we were able to, to execute Saturday. We, we came through, and everything just fell in place. It was a lot of fun. You should have never showed me that. <laughs> <laughs> dope, dope. DJ Drew, well, man, I, hear, I hear a lot about you in the city, man. Keep doing great things. Um, I appreciate your time, man. And uh, Bang, man, thanks for calling him. All right, yeah, bro. We'll talk soon, bro. All right, Drew. Good to see you, fam. Peace. Good to see you guys. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, that's the brother. I think it's I think it and it goes back to being able to give opportunities even though like you could have easily been like I ain't gonna do that. What if they take my night? What if they take over over here? You know what I mean? Right. 
what if this gets too hot over here? Yeah. Right? And I feel like that was the old mindset. But you opened it up. They had a great time. Yeah. Even though that wasn't their home, right? Yeah. He mentioned the alibi is their home. Yeah. They were able Shout to out move outward, yeah. have a different experience. Yeah. Open up the city like he was talking about. Have a beautiful landscape. Yeah. Good I job, mean, bang. Good job. Thanks, bro. You just, I mean, it just, I, I look at it like this. How can you create, like, Charlemagne the God's got a book, Black Privilege, Opportunity Comes to Those Who Create It. Yep. So we've all read it here, right? Great book. Amazing book. But it's just like, how can you step out? Like, how can you, like, grow? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're always in the same spot. Mm -hmm. So if I'm playing Sky or booking the same thing at Sky every Saturday, how do I have the opportunity to, like, for myself to grow? Like, I cannot, I ran into this problem out of COVID. I'm at Sky every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. people are like trying to book me out of state and like do all these other different things. But I have, I, I can't do it because I'm tied to this. And that's okay, right? Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it when you talk about like, you know, you had people who burned you, but you like didn't let it stop you from like trusting other people. No, not at it's all. It's the same thing. Like I've had DJs burn me or whatever, you know, who I can't Turn book Turn that anymore. mic towards you. Yeah, um, I want you to, yeah, there you go. <laughs> who I like can't book anymore, right? But it's like you have to provide opportunities for people in order for yourself to get other opportunities. Like how can I legit, like legitimately, like how can I like chase other opportunities yeah. if I'm at Sky every single Saturday? Yeah. If I'm, you know what I'm saying? Or if I'm Mom, wherever, every single place. So it's like you have to provide opportunity for people to succeed. But <clears throat> in the, it, excuse me, but like when you work at, I mean, arguably, I mean, not even arguably, like let's, call it what it is like we're like the top venue in Salt Lake um like when it comes to nightclubs and shit like there's other venues out there a Barney like, Sue 8136 South State Street you know we banging saying? on ours over here <laughs> you stupid I met my wife there <laughs> yeah of course you see yes right but like when it comes to like just size and everything and I'm not shitting on any other venue you know what I'm saying nah, but no. when it just comes to size and yeah. production like there's nobody in the city yeah. who's close so it's Plus like, just the diversity of entertainment that's coming to the venue. And right. once again, the work you're putting in as, as well as the team there. Right. Yeah. Um, it's it's very diverse. And I don't I don't know other venues doing that. I'm just saying. So yeah. it's like we have like. Yeah. And on top of that, like Drew's just a great guy. And like I've been to the Beaver yeah. Del Agro parties yeah. at Alibi. It's yeah. crazy. And there. I see Drew playing all over the place. In the, the, all his parties. Yeah. So it's just Popping. crazy. So it's just like, yeah. all right, like let's. Why not give these guys an opportunity? You know what I'm saying? But even then, like, why not with DJ City and, like, Kid Spinning, these guys, like, once again, like, why not provide an opportunity to put them in front of a Kid Spin yeah. to show what they can do? Who knows what doors that, that may open for them, but ultimately it just comes back to the city. Collaboration is beautiful, y'all. Exactly. Yeah. And it, like, makes people, like, take the, seri like, the yeah. city more serious. Yeah. But, nah, like, it was just a vibe for me last Saturday, man, cool. just because we don't do shit like that. Yeah. You know, like, it, it was straight cumbia for, like, five hours. This is all new exploratory stuff for your... It really is. What you guys are doing. And, like, I want to learn more about, like, the Latin culture. Like, I want to, like, and I want to learn how to speak Spanish. Like, full on, like, if I'm just yeah. being honest. Yeah. But, like, I also want to understand the music and, like, just the culture of Latinos because I feel like it's important, mm -hmm. you know? I, I really feel like we can... I'm getting off track. No, I think it's but perfect like, because the original question was something outside of your norm. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what you did. Yeah. And you 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 created opportunities while exploring. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, it's cool. That's scary, too, though, because it's your name on it, too. Like, there's some things on there that 
you know, if things go south, I'm assuming that some people has to be held accountable. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I would definitely, like, I definitely would have been held accountable. But at the same time, like, I also believe I don't, I don't look at, like, social media for hype or none of that shit. I look yeah. at, like, what people are actually doing. Right. Yeah. And like, I think all three of us have been yelling that, yeah, for the past three years, bro, exactly, <laughs> bro, because exactly. right. people feel, yeah, right, yeah. Numbers, other bullshit can say whatever, but yeah. people, people feel feel something, yeah. bro. People feel something, and like they have been working on this party for two years, mm. you mm. know, and like it's watching beautiful. them grow from like virtually nothing to like what they're doing now at Alibi is crazy. Like you can't move when you go to Alibi on their Thursdays. I Everybody needs to check that party out. I promise you, it's one of the coolest parties in the city. How many times your butt get touched? <laughs> Why is that relevant? <laughs> Why are you asking? No room, no bro. I mean, like you shoulder to shoulder, so your butt get touched a little bit. I mean, listen, I, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Leg day once a week, baby. <laughs> That's right. I'm thick with two C's. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. But, um, <laughs> Mine's hard to grab. <laughs> Flat Asian ass. Yo, you know what I'm yo, my girl grabbed my butt hard today. To grab. That shit was wild. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting uh, that. Like, hey, my wife tested me one time in the club a long time ago. I'll never forget. She was like, uh, she grabbed my ass, you know, to see what my reaction would be because I didn't know that she was coming. Yeah, she said you came. She was like, ever since then, I knew <laughs> you were never ever right because yeah. she was like the dirtiest look <laughs> you came because like you were pissed that someone touched you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that's true though. Because I like to DJ for real. That is yeah. fucking you true. Touch though. me, I'm gonna give you the worst look you've oh ever seen in your life. Gosh. You know what I'm saying? Fucking facts, bro. That is facts. <laughs> on facts. Yeah, unless you're the waitress, don't nah. ask me shit. Don't get it even then, <laughs> even nice then. But Touch is nice. <laughs> even then, bro. But like, wait, then, yeah. <laughs> don't fucking do it while my arms are moving. That's what, what I'm saying. Exactly. You see, you see me down like this, <laughs> like, and he really be doing it. And too. He really be doing it. But for real, if any Fuck DJ sweating. is like down like this working, do yeah. not fuck with them. Yeah, don't yeah. touch them because body. you will. Doesn't matter. You can be the club manager, but they're like your face will change. But it'll be like, oh, what's up, bro? What you need? Yeah. <laughs> you available next Saturday? You couldn't text me like. Can this wait till after? But like, nah, man, nah. I'm also relearning how to deal with drunk people. I'm mm, gonna be real. That's an experience. That, so I haven't been in that in a while, you yeah. know. And so you know, trying to deal with the 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 hecklers and the ones who get too you know too belligerent. Man, that's been re-educational. Yeah, for me. So shout out to y'all is what I'm trying to say. Who have been at it this whole time, right? And just seeing how much like progressively worse some people could get Bro. in that space. I mean, that's like a TikTok thing right now. Yeah. Right? It's like DJs being harassed. And people yeah. think that shit is funny. But when I right. break your phone, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, but it's true because it's like, I get that like we live in an on demand world now. I get that like everything is at your fingertips. But that, I think that does push the world into thinking they can get what they want now. That's very true. Yeah. So now when you're DJing in rooms like that, where you're not as protected or you're not away from everybody, which I'm relearning how to do and not want to kill everybody. Bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a real thing. It's a real ability to have that patience. So I got to shout and salute y'all. One, one thing that brings me joy is when I'm on Twitter, I'm just fucking scrolling and I see a retweet from E, and it's always an RSL fan that's bigging up E during the. Bro, the can we talk about that, please? Yeah, man. 
Did, so you've been there DJ You've been DJing for ourselves for Is it three years? So what's crazy is like I don't know the year I can't remember when it all started But it started with more than me it started with me and Bangarang. a group Rang, of us. And Diz, Jarvis. Right? And Jarvis. And okay, so it's yeah. been a while. So we yeah. used to rotate. So um, when it changed to just having me as the, the stadium, the in-stadium DJ, um, it's been a few years. It's been a while. Because, like, I could go on, like, the early days of my Instagram and find it. Mm. So I need to track that down. But, like, um, I'm truly grateful for that opportunity because just like bangering has been a friend to me and also but but also on like a dj like nerd level like he has always reminded me you know what my talents and my abilities are there's never been a day where you haven't done Bro. that dre and reminded me and pushed me right yeah um so many so much of my like re um jumping into this head first and like not saying no anymore is thanks to your guys's cheering me on bro because you need side. to be in the streets the streets yeah. need e bro yeah, man. but like, like real also i gotta give them credit because um they have treated me every time i've had a dj experience the way you would love to be treated and um the fan base has been so fun to grow with there um because yeah you see it right like game day it's like it's so insane already to fathom that like I get to play for 20,000 people almost on a weekly basis. That's like not to take away from like your guys is, you know, when you're on Sirius XM or doing your mixes on the weekend on, on local radio or, you know, you're still yeah. doing your on air show and um, that's hundreds of thousands. Right. I want to just put that out there for people who aren't educated in that. That's real. <laughs> That's real. Yeah. These like you guys are stepping up to a plate of hundreds of thousands of people, but to be able to have an opportunity to DJ in a place where I know I'm appreciated, I'm loved uh, for my abilities, for what I can bring to the table, and just be me, and they don't cap me at anything creatively. Um, that's like a dream for a DJ. Period. Because um, you could just fly free and feel happy about it. And then you see the response people have. And then you start to react to that, right? So I love to, like, they'll put me up there on pregame right before kickoff. Um, remind people to tweet me, hit me um, with their requests, what they want to hear on halftime. So that's why you see so much engagement is yeah. because it's an engaging thing now. Um, I think that's how I, I don't know if you can succeed otherwise. Yeah. Like, I think it has yeah. to be. And what's cool, too, is, like, for me personally, so I want to share that, like, like before all that, like, um, I grew up loving watching baseball, basketball, football, to a certain extent, locally, because I lived in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, those teams, I mean, you can't escape it, right? You even go and do field trips to those games sometimes, right, in elementary school, so... I'm not like naive or like super. I play more ignorant than I am about sports because I, I'm gonna be real. Like I, I, I'm not like today like a hardcore like sports watcher except for like auto, you know, automotive sports. Formula One E. Yeah, but um, I will say that like being a DJ for a, a major league thing like that, um, like Real, um, I've learned I've learned so much about what it's like to be a, a fan of sports and a fan of a team and to like represent that and to, and to help feed that excitement and get people stoked, especially when like we're losing, 
And now I'm like, fuck, here we go. We're going into halftime. People are fucking pissed, right? We're getting our asses kicked, right, by, mm-hmm. you know, LAFC today, you know. Um, <laughs> how do I get these people stoked? And that's that engagement. And that's that, like, feeding it back in. Um, and so, yeah, man, um, super, super thankful for that whole shit. Because that also helped me with my um, struggles with my breakup with radio and all that kind of shit. It, it Like, that that weekend I had... The week that I resigned, that Saturday at a game, and when I walked into that uh, media part of where I DJ in, they were all waiting for me, and they were all clapping. Oh, wow. And it was like... That's amazing. Yeah, and there was like... There's some details I'm going to save for another time. Yeah. Because I don't want to be negative. <laughs> but, you know, people really like um, gave a shit about my departure. They heard about it, and they like made sure I felt good when I walked in. And that I was loved and appreciated. So I think, um, once again, thank you to you guys too, right? Because you're part of that. Part it's, of inside of me that, like, helped me move forward. Is it weird that I wasn't sad? Like, typically, if somebody you care about is stepping away or leaving, whatever the case is, something that's impactful, usually you're sad. True. When E hit us up and was telling us, you know, things, um, I was excited. Me too. Because I knew that this character was being unlocked, yeah. unleashed in a yeah. major way. Me and you both. And I was like, yes. Yes. It also speaks, Let's though, to. Let's fucking go. It also yeah. speaks, though, I want to say, it also speaks to um, our integrity and our relationship um, within this industry and everything that we did together. Yeah. Right? Because we actually give a shit and we communicated with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was full transparency within each other because we had trust in each other. Um, you don't get into that kind of job or that kind of business um, for any other reason but because you love it and because you care about it. You ain't getting rich from it. You none of that, right? Um, and so, yeah, I think I want to I wanna highlight that with you guys, right? That like it speaks to our relationship and what it meant to us. Sorry, you know what I, I mean? don't mean to laugh, but yeah. <laughs> he was just <laughs> hey, oh, he, was, he was doing something with a popsicle over there. Waldo going crazy was on the Was it gl- like that new lamp <laughs> that's like <laughs> you, to turn it on? You pull back the foreskin. Have you seen no, that shit? No. Have you seen that? No, oh, oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna show you guys on Twitter real quick. But yo, my man was getting after. I was like, yeah, yo. He was going crazy. There is an going art crazy. lamp now that sticks to the wall, and it look and it kind of looks like a dick. Oh, shit. But the end of it, the end oh, of it is a no. light, right? The end of it's a lamp, and to turn it on, you pull the skin oh, back. Oh no! And, and they have pink and black. Oh no! <laughs> Yikes! It's a thousand dollars. It's like oh, an art piece. Man. They're only making like a limited amount of them. I'm sure they are. Let me find out, let me, let me find out Banksy's out here collecting. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys didn't see that on Twitter. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt. I didn't. No, not at all. I'm glad. So, um, man, super comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you may be uncomfortable looking oh, at over there. Man. My bad, Waldo. <laughs> Waldo's like, I didn't come on here for this Waldo's shit. Waldo's just trying to have his fucking, his fucking icy pop, all right? Yeah. Let him have his icy pop. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, we, we obviously talking about, uh, you know, RSL, the, the yeah. love that you received. Yeah. Um, something I would like to, to just get your, um, your feedback on and your, how you feel is, Obviously, U92 is no longer, right? Yeah. yeah. 
that was something that uh, was always a possibility in any radio. So I don't want to just put it in in Utah. Yeah. Any brand, any station, anywhere in the world can flip like that. So U92, after 20 plus years, long, no longer here. Yeah. What was, what is your feeling with that brand? Yeah. What's your feeling of it being no longer? What's your feeling of being the PD that gave us opportunities during that time? And I know it's a lot to unpack. No. Um, so when that weekend happened and then they were, they were about to announce, obviously I, I, um, I was on vacation actually. That was like on the end of our vacation. And I started to get DMS mm. and texts. Um, of people asking what's going on, what's going on. And so when I looked at it and I was like, oh, here we go. And this was all speculation because once again, I've been gone for what, four months now. Yeah. So Damn. I don't, I, yeah, that's what doesn't cra- feel that long. That's what's crazy, right? Does not um, feel that long. And, and also I just want to say, um, to, to, to this part of the convo, um, it, it proves the, the brand, whatever, whatever you think of it, the brand meant something here because, um, people still relate me to it. Mm-hmm. People still don't realize I'm not there. And um, I feel so thankful and privileged that that's like a real thing in my life even today. So, yeah, it was um, of course it was emotional to see that. And um, it was sad. And um, when you whether it's one year, five years, 10 years, 15 years like I did, um you're going to be sad about that because, yeah, I've invested real energy and life mm-hmm. into it. Um, and full disclosure, I don't think I've ever said this like publicly, but um, that's part of the reason why I left was because of um, decisions like that, mm-hmm. you know, and choices and, and conversations that were happening like that. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't like a complete shock to me. I just didn't know the timeline, to be honest. Yeah. And, um, or if they were even going to go through with it because, you know, there were much more, there was much more conversation happening besides just a rebrand um, that made me decide, nah, I can't do this. You know what I mean? So, to answer your question. And E got his sanity back. Yeah. But I, I, you know, of course I'm sad, man, because I have so many amazing memories. And, um, and that's what got me into this industry for real, like professionally, um, was running with that brand. So yeah, man, I was sad. I was sad to see it go. Um, once again, like I put in my goodbye post, like I, I wish everybody who's still there well, and, um, I still root for y'all, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I choose not to engage certain tweets or whatever I get because um I do give a shit, you know? And um yeah, man, that was a that was a, that was an emotional day. Yeah. It's an emotional day. And I just want to say thank you for that cuz like some people would like shit talk their old jobs even if they had people there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like and some people have done it. Mm-hmm. And like I noticed that uh, you've been gone for like 4 months and like that's never been a thing and like just as Dre and I still like still work there like yeah. I just want to say thank you. Yeah. You're you know what I'm saying? Thank because you. it's like some people will really make that shit hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I think we know from experience. We've seen it in experience, right? right? As the newcomer, as an official employee, I've worked with the station for a 
long, yes. 2005, right? Yes. I've been ingrained into this brand. Mm-hmm. Not even being an employee, but I've been ingrained into Just this brand, knowing right? Knowing what's yeah. going on and knowing people, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, without E, without the the things that you've done, the the battles that you've you've put up with, a lot of these, I'm going to speak, I'm going to, this is for you local rappers right now. You oftentimes talked down on a brand that you don't know what was going on at the time. That part. There was a bunch of fights happening during that time. Yeah. And to see E put up through so much bullshit and to believe in certain individuals and, and whatnot, like the city owes your owes you respect like no other. True story. And I hope um whoever listens to this, whether if you are a local artist, a local part, whatever you are, if you're from Utah, like you should look at E as somebody that has given opportunity so many times and without the battles and the fights that you put up with, they don't know it, but they probably wouldn't be where they are right now. You know what I mean? And that's that's something that I will always say no matter what. Because some people are probably like, yo, what, like they're, they're doing it with E? Like, are, you, are they getting in trouble? <laughs> you know what I mean? And who knows? This might go out. And uh, they might, might get a call like, Drake, your time's <laughs> up. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. Because I respect I respect the PD now. I respect the brand now. I, res- I always give respect until it's taken. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to say thank you, E, for all that's you nice. do. Let's love you Thank guys. you. Um, I didn't expect that. And thank you. I'm, I'm, um, I'm a bit at a loss for words with your guys', you know kindness because um all i've ever done honestly and I, and I am not perfect by any means i you know None I, of also, us are. I could also look back and and say oh, i wish i did this differently or did that or, or chose to do this differently um and the real ones in my in in my life no you know what i mean what i mean by that um but i also will say that um that's also what happens when you love what you do and you try your very best, right, every day to do what, to follow your heart and, like, do, like, what's right. Like, do good things, right? Make good choices as much as possible. And um, I really only just, like, fought, right? you know what I mean? Like, I really only, I, I didn't ever have, like, some long-term plan or goal with any of this. Um, I never even thought that, like, DJing was going to become a thing. You know, if people, you know, some people who know my story, like, you know, I, I dropped out early. I got a GED. I had kids really young. You know what I mean? I, I did the young family thing. And um, so I guess when you when you run with passion and you run with something you love so much. um, It will carry you through those moments more times than not, even through the mistakes and everything. Right. Um, and so, yeah, thanks, man, because I, I feel the same about y'all, you know, I, I gain, I miss, you know, the biggest parts I miss these days are just like, just that, like collaborating with y'all on a daily basis or just seeing you guys thrive and grow, you know, not that I can't do that now, but you know what I mean yeah. by that, right? Absolutely. Like, I miss the daily, but, um, at the end of the day, man, yeah, I think, um, there's no sense in, there's no, there's no sense in like spinning any of this into a negative. You know, because yeah. um, there's a lot of positive that came out of it. Yeah, like not necessarily you leaving, but like 
positive came out of you. I would hope that something positive came oh, yeah. out of that. Oh yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, I'm just being real. You know what I mean? I'm trying to. I, I mean, there is positive, but at the same time, I I think that you given opportunity was the biggest positive Thanks, for us. Thanks. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. Thanks. That's facts. Well, it goes back to like you guys have both said story. You guys have both spoken about things or stories recently or in the past uh, on this episode about you saw something happening and you didn't want to be that. Mm-hmm. And I think I can honestly say that same thing within the roles I played at U92. Um, I either got treated or saw someone else get treated a certain type of way that I did not like. And um, I always tried to do that. That's why, you know, I'm proud to say like, under my regime, we had the most staff, the most DJs, the most street team, the most we did. We just quantity wise, like when you look at it on paper, we did because it like went from this like untouchable. You have to be in this circle or whatever to get into now a fully open revolving door. Proud of those moments. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I could walk away after so many years, too. I'm just going to be real like. Because I feel like, yo, like, we did all that. Yo. We did a lot. You've and we did, and, and I keep saying we because it is we. Yeah. As much as you're giving me my flowers, like, it's we. Yeah. I wouldn't have got that far without y'all. Wouldn't have got out the, gone that far. You know, I haven't gotten this far in life without people inspiring me to my left and my right. You know what I mean? So, um, and even, even the ones that have, we're not friends anymore. We're not this or that, you know? Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Because those experiences, we we all grow from. I said it on a podcast before. The Salt Lake Tribune reached out, and they were like, hey, I want to have you on like to oh, tell really? the story. And I was like, yeah, we, I could do that, but I have, a, I have a platform, so why not just say how I feel? So I don't know if I'm going to drop it. I'll probably drop it maybe before this episode, but I gave my feelings about this brand, the brand of U92, right? Being a, a kid in Salt Lake City, being from here, having this brand come out in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s and um, give hip hop to Utah through all the regimes, through all the PDs, through all the jocks. I feel like everybody had a piece of making this brand such a cool thing to be a part of. And I thank you for allowing me to be a part of that before it ended. So thank you. E. Yeah, you're welcome. No, that that was probably one of my favorite lasting memories. You know what I mean? Is, um, re uh you know full disclosure right like with you guys obviously in the room it just reminds me of those key moments you know even before you came on dre like there were moments where me and bangerine could work totally together and there were times where then we weren't and so i'm grateful like for our most recent you know what i mean memory specifically i say that selfishly because it's true like um i got to work with bangerine every single day you know, after a certain point, it was just me and him, hmm. you know what I mean? For a long time. And, um, don't get it twisted. It was not just my decision bringing you on. I, t- I would talk to bang about these things because that's how we treated it. You know what I mean? Like we, we really like, we're always trying to think, you know, like how's this person going to feel about this decision or that decision. And we have open conversations 
So as much as, as I appreciate it, and I'm so thankful for those words, guys, like you're equally responsible for all of this. You know what I mean? What did, what did you think? Now, when, when U92 flipped. When they rebranded? Yeah, when they rebranded. What was your, what was your feeling? I mean, I feel like it was inevitable. Yeah, like I, I really felt like it was inedible. Inedible. I can't speak right now. Tequila. It was gonna probably, <laughs> and other things. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my fault. Um, the shrooms are hitting. <laughs> Microdosing. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers did it. So like, it's real. It, it's legit. It's the great white hope right there. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um. Nah, I knew it was inevitable, and like, right. I've, like. Once, so like, we'll take it back. So Sky got bought, right, mm-hmm. by Live Night, and like, I didn't know that. That's dope. Oh, you didn't know that? Get me in there, man. Oh, you the man. that. Anyway, so like, we were having discussions or whatever, and then like, I promise you, how this shit worked out, it was crazy. You resigned mm-hmm. the following Tuesday. I had an offer, so I already knew what I already knew what time it was. Yeah. So like, step down, put in my notice or whatever. Da 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 da, and like. I knew that after June 1st, whatever was going to be, was going to be. Got like, it, got it. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I told him this is what I'll do for you, X, Y, Z. But, like, the only reason why, like, I was legitimately even, like, I was in it because you were in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like we had each other's back like that. Oh, so, yeah. like, I was going to stay on as long as you. Because, like, so yep. once you was out, it was like, all right, bet. Because, like, I don't. You're a lot more patient than I am when it comes to like dealing with certain corporate people. Oh, we know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like patience is a nice way to put it. Yeah, I yeah. like you are you are much It goes bangering with his hood on again. Yeah, listen, bro. <laughs> the green reaper in Sometimes the corner. It just be like that. Yeah. Nah, That's bro. So, <laughs> but like, um, so I like my reaction was just like, well, I mean, they were gonna do it. Yeah. You know? So yeah. like it, it I didn't feel it as much because I'm not from Utah. Like, obviously, like, U92 is a part of me mm-hmm. yeah. past seven years and continuing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love what I'm doing now. Like, I'm, I'm great. Like, yeah. I'm good. Like, well, what I, how I contribute to the brand yeah. now, 92.5, I'm good with it. Yeah. You know? But, like, I, my reaction was just like, damn, well, like, I, it was going to happen. Yeah. So, like, just tell me if I'm a part of it. That's the more honest answer, to be honest. Yeah. That goes, coincides with my answer. Because these are, com- I alluded to that by saying we were always transparent with each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's the truth. Of course, this just didn't happen in 24 hours. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Bangarang has been privy. So have you, Dre, Of right? course, like, yeah. You've been privy to this shit. Yeah. You know, and um, that's why we show up every day, mm-hmm. you know, is um, because we cared. We wanted to keep things going. We wanted to keep it alive. We wanted to help. We wanted to give as much as we could. Energy, time, creativity, um, ideas. How much can we give back to the community too before? Yeah, mm-hmm. before the inevitable. So I totally respect your um, the show your your answer on that because that's real. Yeah, I mean it was like yeah. it, it is one. I wasn't in shock by any means. Yeah, it came off that you know what I mean. But yeah, it was like oh wow, it's happening now. Yeah, and that's honestly like how it was. <laughs> yeah. It was just like yeah, yeah, and like I no disrespect. I don't like I. I I'm okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's sure, cool. Like, sure. I feel like, like, it's like, they're going to do like, they're, they're doing what they're doing. So more or less, just tell me how I can contribute. I'm, yeah, a, sure. I'm on the team. How can I help That's out? Right. I'm not going to like bitch or anything or like, just tell me what's good. I think it's, it's, 
easier to do that too when there's people on your team that you care about, right? Yeah. So I care about you. I care about Lexa, right? Right. Like, I want to make sure that. I'm at least doing a good job for us too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the last thing you want is to be a part of a team, and then like your team members aren't a team. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So try right. at least try. Right. Right. And like once again, it's just like I'm not it. You everybody when it comes to our jobs, we have a a, a box of concern, right, or yeah. a circle of concern, mm-hmm. and it's up to us to decide how we move in that circle of concern. So like, mm-hmm. like if U92, you know, the old U92, right? If <clears throat> this is our circle of concern and we know the restrictions or we know whatever, I'm just going to operate with what I can and I'm going to put my energy, what I can, into that circle of concern and put the rest of the energy into building up myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, ultimately, like, that's all right, bet. Like, we know they're going to change. We know they're going to do whatever. So, yeah. might as well operate inside this circle of concern. And then put whatever energy, well, you know what I'm saying, put the energy I need to put into this and then put the rest into myself. That's why, you know, it was just kind of like, all right, bet. Like, I'm not, like, I'm sure, like, bummed. U92 is gone, but, like, you know, it's. yeah. I I think, too, for me, like, leaving to be as transparent as possible, right, Um, in this topic, like, me, for me personally, I went through my, like, moment of, like, letting go. Mm-hmm. Already, mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, at the end of April. So yeah, I would also like I want to echo what Bangarang is saying, right? Like, it's a little more prepared for that, I guess, right? Yeah. In a way, mentally, um, because like I disclosed, like these were conversations happening. Yeah, been happening, bro. You know, <laughs> um, and um for me personally and the choices i made a lot of it was just not we weren't seeing eye to eye i'm so i'm so happy for you i'm so happy for you too like you said the stars aligned perfect like as you know for i think stars will align and things will happen when they're supposed to and i feel mm-hmm. like that's what happened one thing that kind of irked me is how many people were vocal like like listeners, right? It's like, what, the f- what was that passion when For we were on there, bro? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what was that passion before? <laughs> that part, the DMs, bro. What's yeah. going on? What's yeah. going on, man? What the fuck? Yeah, what was that passion before? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> now you care. Love me now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dre, I'm not gonna lie. I thought of you immediately when when that started coming in to my phone. No, for real. Like I thought about. I'm like, man, Dre. Dre feels the type of way about this. I bet. <laughs> and that's why I didn't even text you about it. Yeah. I didn't even reach out to you because I knew, like, a part of you was like, fuck. Yeah. You know? Just, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to make anything difficult for you. No. I'm, right now. You know, so the thing is, is that I'm, I've always told you guys, like, we are good no matter what. Nobody yeah. could take away your creativity. For yeah. sure. Nobody could take that away. They might take where it happens at yeah. away. Yeah. Right? And no disrespect to anybody else. I give everybody respect. Yeah. But y'all motherfuckers that was on sh- on Twitter talking shit, I need all you guys to keep that same energy. <laughs> Don't go up to E at the RSL no. Stadium talking about love you. What was that energy before? Keep that fucking same energy. Don't ask Bang for no hookups at Sky Club when they're doing the hot two-step, drinking coquito and shit on the rooftop. What do you say? <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, that's that Vita hitting right now, huh? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, but I'm here get, for you, Dre. Let it all out. Let me just get to the docket. Let it all <laughs> out. Shit, we ain't even we ain't even start the show yet. No, this is the, <laughs> hey, yo, welcome to Unrestricted. <laughs>